Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan and I'm joined in the studio as always by James and Callum. How are you going, boys? Good. How are you? Good. Um, interesting week. Yep. Um, lots so of crazy stuff Lots of going crazy on. stuff's happened. Um, so to start it off with, we're going to be talking about Synchronic, um, the new, um, well, it's not new, the movie we've gotten just recently in Australia well, yeah, called, uh, with sort Anthony Mackie yeah. and Jamie Dornan. Um, but first, James has some housekeeping. Oh, I just wanted to say real, because, you know, like work's been nuts. I've been doing overtime. So like I said a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago, I'm not sure if I'll make it to every episode. So, but I'm hoping, I've worked some stuff out. I'm hoping I'll be able to make it, but things are still. There's always in, some bargaining. Yeah, up in the hustle. air. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully I'll be able, uh, able to make it most, most weeks. Um, and then of course we went to lockdown, so <laughs> it didn't even matter. Um, just one thing, this doesn't even matter anymore because it's, we went into lockdown and we didn't, there wasn't no episode last week. So it's been two weeks, but on the previous episode, which I wasn't on, Nathan, you were talking about Disney, uh, Disney plus and Disney star. Yeah. And you kept saying, all the Warner Brothers content oh, is on I, Disney. I meant Fox. And yeah, you meant, I Fox. meant Fox. And I was yelling yeah. at my phone and listening to the episode, being like, Nathan, you know it's Fox. And then you were like listing all the Fox content. You're like, <laughs> Die Hard and Alien and the X-Files. I'm like, yeah. those are Fox properties. But people knew what you were Obviously, talking about. Obviously, it was a brain fart. People knew it what happens. you were talking about. Yeah, That's why you need to be here, James. Exactly. I'm like, this is why... Because I know what I'm talking about, but sometimes it yeah. gets lost on the way out of my mouth. Yeah, and I'm yelling. I'm like, Callum, why aren't you correcting him? <laughs> no, but um, it doesn't matter. I think people knew what you were talking about. And speaking of um, Disney Star, it launched today. It's out. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. I- I've been peeking at it throughout the day. And um, it started with just like little program updates. Like if you search for things, you could find them, but yeah. they weren't publicly like available in the front. Yeah. Um, and then right before you left, I checked and it was fully updated. Okay. So cool. like they had the star button and it was like all nice and lovely yeah. and pretty. So it's like Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and then star. Yeah. And star's like the, the only one which you can sort of make it disappear if you want parental lock. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. Idea, yeah. yeah. Because without star, Disney Plus yeah, was you get supposed a, to be all for family. You get six year olds watching Predator and Die Hard. <laughs> As they should be. Yeah, yeah it was the worst thing. We adv- I, I I should say we. I advocate for that. <laughs> I was talking about this with Alan today, actually. I'm like, look, on the list of things I'm happy for kids to watch, obviously it's every parent or every guardian's responsibility. Every, yeah. every child's different. Every kid's it's, different. Um, it's yeah. for them to judge what their child you know, can, can sort of watch yeah, yeah. Um, if they're mature enough to watch it. Obviously, but those 80s action movies... Obvi- not- obviously don't let your kid watch... <laughs> no, like there's a difference between letting your kid watch Eyes Wide Shut and letting your kid yeah. watch Predator. Yeah, and also like there's obviously a difference between a six-year-old and a 10-year-old yeah. and a 16-year-old, like, you know. Yeah, especially every- when you go to the 80s, man. Even the kids' movies are a bit disturbing. Oh, yeah. Like, We've talked about this world. before. Yeah, they don't make dip- them no. like that anymore. <laughs> it's like, a different world now. Yeah. And some of those disturbing movies are now a Disney star, so... And some of those disturbing movies are now the ones that are getting reboots and remakes. And like and they're all just going to be clean. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't. Um, no, look, so far, we'll, we'll talk more about Disney Star next yeah. week. Um, I'll have we've a, had I'll a have chance a, to digest it. I'll have a gaze at it. Um, but so far, like from what I've seen, cursory, of the cursory games, I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's now worth it's, the money, yeah, basically. L- like you guys talked about, it's like now become the ultimate streaming service pretty much. Yeah, It's, pretty it's much. like a Netflix it's killer. A, for me, it's up there with Netflix now. Yeah. Netflix, Netflix and the others, they already have that sort of baked in Netflix, like original series. Yeah. But if I was coming out now with my own streaming service, I wouldn't want to be coming against Disney. Especially when you consider Star has things like the complete library of American Dad and Family Guy yeah. and Futurama. X-Files, some, yeah. Sh- some shows are missing some seasons. But I'm guessing that's just due to rights issues. Yeah, I'm hoping that after those rights come they'll back, they'll just go to Disney. Yeah, because um, that's the thing. That, that's another comfort thing I like about Disney Star. I probably said it last week. The fact that a lot of the content is probably just not going to go away because they own it. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the thing. Disney owns everything. Mm. So, like Netflix, they're trying to go fully original. That's why they kept canceling things and you know moving things around. And like it makes sense that eventually every streaming service is just going to have their own stuff so that nothing ever leaves it, which is good as a consumer because you don't want to have to be locked into, I can only watch this at a certain time of the year and then it's gone forever kind of thing. Exactly. But um, it's also, like we talked about a long time ago with piracy and stuff, it's also worrying because then there's 20 different streaming services 
all with their own content and you can't get a you can't kind of pick and choose what you want you can't and then we're at the cable problem again exactly we've talked so, about that before yeah, it's yeah. gonna happen yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> i'm sure we'll talk about it on this show in 10 years time when we're all <laughs> completely over, <laughs> over yeah we're, we're, we're buying bundles <laughs> of streaming services yeah. and, oh no <laughs> oh, I remember skin crawl when you said that I was like oh <laughs> packages well I mean it already yeah. happened with Hulu right because you had yeah. base Hulu and then you pay extra yeah. for Showtime you pay extra for HBO it's cable again yeah and there's ad and then they have ads, ads yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah we'll see like it, it's interesting they, ha- they have some movies I had a brief look they have some movies that I haven't seen on streaming before yeah, you, you like, mentioned. Like some really interesting stuff, like um, Romancing the Stone, Jewel of the Nile, or some of yeah. those older 80s classics. Um, Probably I haven't, tied up in rights. They had yeah. Lady Hawk, which I haven't seen. Oh, that's a good um, movie. Like, it's like stuff like yeah. some, like the older movies, which you don't traditionally The yeah. older Fox movies that never made their way to any streaming service are now available. Yeah. Some of them are in 4K Dolby Vision. Ooh. Yeah, I saw that, a couple of them, and that surprised me. So this is going to be one of the things I'm going to have to have a good look at, mm. is... Seeing which, like, there's going to be some gems in there that are going to surprise us because mm. they're going to be like, they're going to look amazing. See, it's interesting how is Binge going to react to this? Uh, Fox because, doesn't well, care. Well, I th- Rupert doesn't care. He <laughs> no, like, Binge I, to face. I think I think the question is how is Netflix going to react? <laughs> yeah. B- how is Binge Stan is just going to keep plotting along. Yeah. And Netflix, Netflix will be okay. Stan has more to worry about. Yeah. I would argue. Yeah. Amazon's going to be okay because this is this is this is like a little uh, side yeah. hustle for them. Exactly, not, Amazon's the biggest all... company ever. Netflix is already established. Stan in Australia is going to have comp. It, that's it's the, the... yeah, it's Stan that's going to have the most worry out of this in yeah. like long term. Another development, I'm pretty sure it's a recent development, is that now uh, rental functionality is available in the Amazon Prime Video app. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, it's been that way for a while, hasn't it? A few weeks, I've noticed. Yeah, a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. So that's I never knew that because sometimes you'll be wanting to watch a movie and be like rent it and you have to go to your computer. Mm. And like yeah. I, I wanted to watch The Kid Detective. Um, oh yeah, I want to watch that. And I rented it through Amazon Prime Store, and I just like it. Look, it's personal preference. It's not that big a deal for most people, but I like renting it through Amazon because it comes directly out of my bank account rather than yeah, like because I got my iTunes account all tied up in like store credit, and I don't know. It's because I haven't got my card attached, so yeah. it's like I don't want my card attached to it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it's not as it's easy. It's like a one click. Yeah, thing. yeah. So as if I'm renting through the Amazon it. Store, yeah. it ta- it's because connected to my Amazon account. It just bills me. Takes the yeah. So I find that more convenient for me personally. The more yeah. The, Whoever's more convenient will end up. It's winning. the it's remember we, we talked about the piracy issue before. Yeah, it's like if I you wanna, make it easy to pay like, for, I want to rent a movie. Yeah, here's how you rent the movie. Uh, the yeah, only, please you know, charge my account. He take my the money. Only, the only problem is they they don't separate them well enough on Amazon Prime. So you'll have some. There will be one row of um, sort of rental features. Yeah, and then one row of new to Amazon Prime originals which you can watch for free. So oh yeah, I see what you're saying. They can play yeah, a little bit no, of gotcha. That, that, that's it. that's happened to me recently, where I've gone to watch a movie and gone, "Oh, cool, it's on streaming." Clicked it and it said rent yeah. or buy, and I was like, yeah. "No, I want to watch it for free, please." Yeah, yeah. It's on so your streaming service, mixed in with your other yeah, movies. Exactly. That's yeah, the only yeah. like that's yeah. the only sort of minor thing that I don't. There like. should be a store section. There is, a, but I guess a store they are, section, but they they mix them. They are trying to get people to come like come across it and go, "Oh, I want to rent that," yeah. instead of having to look for it. Uh, yeah, but that's a, it's a minor complaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah look, we'll we'll bring you more. more oh, we'll update Disney you. Star especially. Yeah. Um, when we get to it, um, should we talk about what I like to call the Star Wars incident? Yeah, so we we had an incident, <laughs> and look, it's so on brand for us too. It which is, is so why on... I was like, we have to talk about it. Yeah, look, so you know, I guess we act too quickly. No, look, look, let's but... let's go back to the start. All right, rewind. Like, over a month ago, I want to say, Alex, a friend of ours who's been on the show before, said he got tickets to see the original Star Wars trilogy at the Astor. Mm, 25-year-old film prints that haven't been... A 35-millimeter print that hasn't been been played in 25 years. years. Original film negatives. Now, oh, and in a side note as well, another friend of mine, unrelated... like kept badgering me you gotta go see star wars with me you gotta go see star wars and i said i can't do it man it's the special editions i'm gonna hate it i'm gonna make it miserable for you i'm gonna make it miserable for everyone there he's like come anyway it'll be fun we can make fun of the movie like yell at the screen i'm like no people don't want that like people want to enjoy the movie they don't want me to you know dampen the mood yeah so and i was like no i can't i'm not going 
then Alex is like to us, you guys got to go as well. And we're like, I'm like, no Alex, way. Poor Alex, the, he, he kept, he's kept getting delayed because it's because of lockdown. Yeah. So that was another thing as well. But like, then Alex says, you got to come. It's the original trilogy. It's the theatrical version. And I was like, no, it's not. If it was the yeah. theatrical versions, it would be on every news. I would know it. Yeah, Trust I said, me. <laughs> I would be there day I one. Said, I said to Nathan, when he told me that's what Alex, Alex said, yeah. I said, if that's true, that's amazing. Yeah. But I said, if it is true, what a gigantic PR failure. Exactly. I was like, there's no way that's not news. It's no, there's no way they wouldn't have that plastered everywhere. There's no way that that wouldn't be word of mouth on Twitter and Instagram. No, everywhere. it's everywhere. Yeah. We'd be whispering to each other in dark corners. Yeah, there's no way I wouldn't have heard of that, right? So then a couple more weeks goes past, I think, maybe even longer. And then, w- did uh, you I message talking, me first? I, look, I'm talk- I was talking about it at work with Alex. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, no, no, it's the original trilogy, I'm pretty sure. And, like, he's, you know, com- trying to convince me. So, I, like, I looked it up and I went onto the page on the Astor's website. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the original trilogy, yeah. really extremely rare prints, haven't been seen in 25 years. Well, the best way to see it, the only way to see it. Yeah. And I'm somewhat convinced. But didn't, didn't you say Alex also called the Astor and asked? Well, he said he... Like he said, he was pretty sure. Like okay, okay. No, I um, thought he, he. I thought he asked. Yeah, I, I no, thought he said I he called. He said he was pretty sure. Okay. I don't think he like independently confirmed it. Okay. Um, but he said he was pretty sure it was the original. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. So um, you know, we 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 got some tickets. Yeah. And we were feeling well, cautiously. So then on, on the fr- on the Friday when they announced the lockdown, um, the five day snap lockdown. You message me and you're like, I'm sure, like, I'm almost certain it's the, because it's the rare 35 millimeter prints. It's the thing, like, we'll get to it, but it's bad faith. Basically, it's bad faith ticket selling. Yeah, there's no, it's like, it's like terms of service kind of things. They should have definitely put. You're lying by omission. Exactly. They should have put special edition. Yeah. They They didn't not say it. But they didn't say it either. But yeah. when you're doing when you're doing the Star Wars showing on thirty five millimeter, you need to make clear what it is that you're showing. Yeah, can't just say Star Wars. Um, you need yeah, because yeah, there's really. so many different versions. Yeah, you need to say thirty five millimeter Star Wars. Yeah, nineteen whatever like nineteen ninety seven edition. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to because there's Which, a lot of legal issues with yeah. Star Wars. They can't legally say. Apparently, they can't legally say special edition because, according to Disney and Lucas, special edition is the Does, yeah. the only edition. Yeah, yeah it, it implies That's, a non-special this edition. Is, this yeah. Is, yeah, this is why I'm so, always so salty. So when I, I did some research, and they legally can't say um, special edition, yeah. but they could get around it by saying 1997. Yeah, created 1997. Like, yeah. They could have been a bit more specific. Yeah. Um, but you know. But anyway, so it's Friday. It's everyone's going to lockdown. People are going nuts. I'm. I went to go get dinner. You message me and you're like, I'm pretty sure it's a theatrical versions. We gotta get tickets, even if it's not. We gotta get tickets. And I'm like, it's not the theatrical versions. Like, don't you like? You're gonna waste money. And then you something happened, and you were like, no, it's rare 35 millimeter prints that haven't been seen in 25 years. I got convinced. Yeah, you were convinced. And I'm like, it can't be, man. I would have known. And you're like, no, no. You're like, you made a good argument. And I don't blame you for what happened. You made a good argument. You said, if we don't go and it is the theatrical versions, we would have missed out on a... Once in a lifetime Once in a like, huge opportunity. And if it is like the, the shitty special editions, then it's like, uh, we wasted 35 bucks and we'll go and hang out in the city for a day, whatever. So like, can't blame you for what happened. But you did get my hopes up, which everybody. I got my own hopes up. There was a good like five minutes where I was furiously like messaging you guys, and you were like messaging me back, and we were like, "Oh my god, is this really happening?" I'm like, and "You're like, I'm buying the tickets." I'm like, "All right, you can buy the tickets, buy the tickets," and then you, as soon as you bought the tickets. I was doing some Twitter research. Yeah, and the yeah. dude, one of the dudes on Twitter, was like, "No, it's a special edition." Yeah, you, and I was like. Like, I wish I'd have known soon, that five yeah, minutes ago. As soon as you bought the tickets, you're like, it showed me a screenshot and the yeah. guys like to tweet it to the Astor, is it the special edition? And the Astor was like, sort of, it's the 1997 special edition, not all the later versions. I'm like, nah, man, that's still the CGI crap version. I'm like, get a refund. And you're like, no refund. And I was like, oh my God, this is like <laughs> the worst. Like we're Look, in lockdown you know and... <laughs> 
Emotions run high. It was it was a good it was a good five <laughs> minutes of yeah. like, are we gonna see the theatrical versions in film on the big screen? At least it was only thirty five dollars. Yeah. Could uh, have been worse. Yeah. Well each. Less alone though. Uh, yeah, I I will say though, like I don't like I don't blame you for like you made the right choice because if it was the theatrical versions and we missed out, it I probably would have been more mad. You miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah. Michael Scott said that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the fact that, like, of course, it happened to us, but yeah. also, yeah, like it, it was that. It's 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 that thing. How do I articulate it? If if they just said, oh, it's the special editions, I would have gone, whatever, not going. But the fact that we had that, like, five minutes of, like, hope. Yeah. And then having it taken away, is that worse than them just going, like, no, nah, yeah. you're never going to get it? It is like, worse. I feel like it's, like, in Dark Knight Rises where you're in Bane's prison and you have the hope you can escape through the hole. Like, that's why it's there, to give people hope. And you're just never going to get out of it, you know? Yeah. But it's like, it's still there. Because if they just put you in a dark hole and like covered the entrance, you'd just, you just wait you'd to keel die. over yeah. and die. But it's like, I had that hope. And I was like, oh my God, this is even worse. <laughs> I thought we were going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. oh, well, you know, that that's it happened. a good, it's that, a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. And you know what? We have our own projector at home. Yeah. We, we, we can watch, we can watch the despecialized version. Yeah. Th- this year, this year we're watching Look, the, this, right now is uh, Lord of the, Rings. the Lord of the Ring. Is, lo- this year's Lord of the Rings year. Yeah. We're watching the 4k extended editions. And then next year I said, maybe next year we'll do the theatrical Star Wars again. Like we did. Yeah. Well, the, the, the two start, years, it's two years couple ago. Years ago the start, the, the infancy of the projector obsession. Yes. Yeah. The first, the first religious projector experience. <laughs> 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 Eye opening. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that's the the incident, which uh, will go down in Tuesday review. It was all infamy. a bit of a waste of time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, is that the theme? Of it is. It's a waste. Tonight's episode is just a waste of time. Just a waste of time. And our review for this week is Synchronic. Yes, Synchronic, the new Aaron Aaron Moorhead or Aaron Benson, Benson Moorhead. Which, is that what they which call one's, themselves? Which one's Aaron? Which one? Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Yeah, Benson yeah. Moorhead is what they sort yeah. of build themselves. That's the, yeah, they're yeah. co-directors of all their movies. We've talked about them we have, before yeah. a long time ago. I want to say 2017. Yeah. On the old show, Man versus Movies. Yeah, because the en- the the endless <laughs> the <laughs> in joke yeah. the endless. So their mo- their their previous movie to this one, The Endless, was coming out. There's a lot of hype Cal- to Callum yeah. was especially hyped. He's like, we have to see it, we have to see it. And I had seen their first two films, Resolution and Spring, which I really liked. And so The Endless was like, you know, a lot of hype, like exciting. Yeah. Um, and then we saw it. And obviously being in Australia, it took a bit of doing to see. Yeah, it did. Um, it wasn't easy to see. And then we did see it and we reviewed it on the old show. And it, for me, it was disappointing. Yeah, I think that the interesting thing about them is that they're very interesting storytellers in the sense that they're not afraid to tackle subjects which are not really talked about in, in yeah. big Hollywood movies at least. So like you're kind of your weird sci-fi or your Lovecraftian yeah, very sci-fi. Very Lovecraftian, yeah. Uh, which is what I, I like about it. And that's why I'll, prob- I'll probably see all of their movies. Yeah. Even though chances are most of their movies we're going to be like four out of ten stars. It, you know if, what I mean? If it goes in this direction, as we'll discuss, <laughs> but it's still it's still interesting and refreshing. Yeah, their to ide- see some of the stories they tell. Exactly, their ideas are really interesting, and they're interesting storytellers, even if it, the movie doesn't really pan out at the yeah. end of the day. So the endless came out. We reviewed it. We were kind of disappointed. Yeah, me especially. I saw the endless first, and then I went back and watched Resolution. Yeah, which is a no budget movie, and better, excellent, and yeah. so much better than the endless. And then Spring, their second movie, is just a little bit higher budget, still low budget, but I thought was amazing. And so for me, if going from Resolution to Spring, like the the direction of their career, I was like, it's got to be up. Like the next yeah. movie they do is going to be incredible. Then The Endless comes out and it's an, another very low budget film. They kind of went backwards in budget, just which is unfortunate that they couldn't probably get funding for an idea like that or a movie like that yeah. without any big stars or, you know, with a strange concept. Um, so you can't blame them for that. But yeah, just the story didn't kind of pan out in the way they told it. And so it was kind of a step backwards for them. 
And then Synchronic comes out, um, which, again, because of COVID and release stuff in Australia, you know, it, it it's technically like a year old at this point, I think. Yeah, I'm just happy because it, for me, and again, I mean, as we'll get into uh, more deeply in the proper review, yeah. it wasn't particularly good. That being said, it's nice that for the wait, at least, we were well, able to actually go to our local cinema and watch it. That's what I was going to say. I'm really, really surprised this movie came to our local Hoyts. Yeah. Because usually... Is it, is it a product of COVID? That Hoyts were just like, look, we'll get any <laughs> we'll movie we can get. <laughs> uh, Maybe. That's like kind <laughs> that's, of a positive direction, good, yeah, though. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. Because like we talk about on this show, every week we talk about we don't get anything Australia. Like, And if you do get like an indie movie, it's either on streaming if you're lucky... Or you have to go to a small cinema like the Nova. Like, and if we do get something, it's a very limited run. Yeah. Like we got like I th- I can't remember if it was Mother or Ladybird, but it was showing for like one day. Mm. <laughs> you and know, to, like, you know. As an interesting side note, I think we might end up seeing more indie movies at the cinemas, major chains, just as a consequence of streaming and the companies behind streaming pushing streaming harder. So you've got Disney movies simultaneously releasing like Mulan and other movies releasing on streaming and theaters at the same time, mm-hmm. even not skipping theaters altogether. Like um, Soul was um, a Disney Plus. Yeah. Exclusive. There's more room, uh, I suppose. There's yeah. more room. And you've got the um, HBO sort of movies. Yeah. Those uh, uh, Warner uh, Brothers. Warner yeah. Brothers films um, being released through HBO Max mm. as well as streaming. Mm. And so the pool of people going when they can just maybe watch it elsewhere through a streaming service or downloading it or if it's yeah. available for other means, I'll take it. Mm. So there's going to be less, like from a marketing and like even just an accounting perspective, like the, you you might end up seeing less numbers going to see these big tentpole films because they're available easily enough elsewhere. And that's a temporary thing, though, like, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely but, temporary, but that's interesting. We're also in a lull for Marvel movies, too, which is another thing yeah. to consider. Because well, you, look, you look at the big Disney movies, movies and all that. TV shows, would, yeah. would you yeah. consider no, no, no. One Division a giant movie? No, I'm talking about theatrical runs. Yeah. So yeah. if you look at the way cinemas handle it, I mean, James has said before that what happens is they it's not like it's a, it's like a contractual thing where they'll say, yeah, sure, you're going to pay our movie on 10 of your screens. Yeah. And so now, of course, we're in a lull for that. So, so there's more, more room for these space. more adventurous kind of films. Yeah, that that could be the case. But um, if that's the know. case, it's not going to last. Yeah, long, which, which is, is why you got to get, get interested it. in your local cinema. <laughs> get it while it's good. Well, go to your local cinema, kids. <laughs> See what's going on yeah. on your listings. Uh, so, yeah, and but also like if you have less people going to see these big movies, you know that they want to focus movies that are actually going to get people going to the cinemas. Well, this is not so, a movie that I think no, would not, drag not people outwardly, in. No. But Anthony yeah. Mackie's getting big. Jamie Dornan, all the mums like Jamie Dornan. Yeah, but like uh, this is not a commercial no. movie. Like that's why it's even more surprising yeah. you don't get that TV it came adverts. to a mainstream You don't get TV cinema. adverts or adverts on the side of a bus. Exactly. For um, yeah, Synchronic. synchronic. Yeah. On a related note, Please don't take your kids to see this movie. Oh, not yes. Not because it's m- like mature rated necessarily. It ha- it is obviously has it some does mature themes with drug use and there's like depictions violence. of graphic injuries and yeah. violence. But I would say, you know, there, there was a gentleman taking his kids to see it when we saw Synchronic yeah. at the movies. Don't, it's like nothing to do with that really. It's not that graphic really. But I a would say... Bit. It's thematically heavy. Thematically it is. heavy, yeah. It's thematically heavy. But your kids will be bored. Yeah, they're like, gonna they're gonna start making noise and it's not it's not like a horror movie where the kids can in, like you know get something out of it. You know <laughs> I thrill the kids get the shit movie. out of but they get you something know, cheap at, the, at the start of the show I said watch let the kids watch the, like <laughs> yeah. scary movies and stuff but I'm like don't take your kids to the cinema to watch them come on <laughs> but uh, I think with a movie like this your kids would just be yeah man so yeah that happened if you have to go out to the movie, if you want to go to movies and you have to take your kids because you can't find a babysitter or whatever. There are other movies. This is yeah. This is not the movie. This is to, not the movie. To, to yeah, uh, but, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I mean, it's good. Like even though we can say that, I we can all agree that the movie wasn't great. Um, like I th- we're all really gra- glad that it came out at our local cinema. Yeah, we and had the all, opportunity to see it. We're all yeah, we're all glad we had the opportunity to see it easily, and we're all glad that we're all glad that we saw it at the end of the day. Yeah, like at the end of the day, you know, if you've listened to this show at at length, uh, you'll know that we've often complained about ha- not having the access to certain yeah. movies. So the fact that we could l- go to our local cinema, yeah. pay money to legally watch a movie and contribute to that movie's box office sales, yeah. 
is nothing short of a miracle considering it was an indie film. Yeah, exactly. And Hoyt doesn't necessarily have the best track record of showing indie films in their no. like their local franchises. Maybe in the cities, like in big cities, yeah. in CBDs and such. Yeah. But in your like your suburban franchises, yeah. not really. Near us, they don't. Ha- they only have the tentpole films. So it's and it's, occasionally... it's it's nice to see that at least to some extent they're embracing indie indie movies or yeah. just you know more flexible. Yeah. Um, scheduling of, of movies. Yeah, it's good that it came out. And we're glad that we saw it, even though it wasn't great. Yeah. So, I mean, should we just go straight into spoilers? And Let's just dive right in. I if Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, I'd recommend uh, watching Resolution and um, Spring first. And then if you really like those movies, then check out Endless and Synchronic. As, look, as a bare bones overview, I would say... It, basically, it's about two ambulance officers who yeah, one EMTs. in one, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, one whose daughter goes missing after taking a new party drug um, called Synchronic. Called Synchronic, yeah. and the other is uh, has a terminal illness, terminal cancer. Yeah, who um, investigates the missing daughter basically, yeah. and, and investigates the, dr- the, the yeah. drug called Synchronic. The Synchronic drug has like time bendy, time travelly yeah, uh, effects the, on the, the user. So the general idea is essentially... And anything they're holding. Yeah. Your pineal gland is like the gland that makes you stable in time. And when you take synchronic, it has an impact on the pineal gland. Yeah. And it's you become, ridiculous when you, you say become, it like that. <laughs> yeah, when you say it out loud, yeah. <laughs> you become unstable in time. Yeah. And depending on where you are physically in the world, it will drop you to a different, different place time. In, in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here, the, the idea is... Where was the daughter when she did the drug? Yeah. So Can he find her? So Jamie Dornan's character... Before uh, it's too late. Has a, ...has a daughter who takes the drug, goes missing, and Anthony Mackie's character, who's his best friend and partner in the EMT ambulance, um, decides to investigate by experimenting with the drug and seeing if he can travel through time and find her. One. Which if I was Anthony Mackie, I'd be like, my man, Jamie Dornan... You're gonna to have to do this time traveling because, well, as an African American <laughs> in the South, yeah. I wouldn't want to be traveling back in time. Yeah, well, this is one of my uh, problems with the movie is like you you give the daughter to the guy who does nothing in the movie, and his partner and friend is the one who does everything. Like I know they're friends, and he wants to help the daughter, and you it know, should yeah, like it should the, the it should just been Anthony Mackie's daughter. Yeah, the stakes would have been higher. It yeah. would have felt there would have been more emotional connection, and also to the struggle. Yeah, and it also the whole terminal illness thing. So he he doesn't he like so he takes more risks. I'm like, that's so played out, and like if it was his daughter, he would do anything to get her back, even if it meant dying. So you can get rid of that subplot completely, and just have and. Just cut a lot of the fat. This is already a low, pretty low budget movie. Yeah, there's a they, lot of fat on it. They've already they've already working within. You know, the there's only so many characters and actors you can have. Like, just get rid of it. Like, it should just be Anthony Mackie and he trying to find his daughter. Like, you're already because Jamie Dornan does nothing in this movie. Nothing, really, nothing except complain about his marriage. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Which is also another thing, like. The re- the res- Aha, wife bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this this movie, like at the end of the day, it doesn't resolve any themes. Like if he was having a troubled marriage, that's never not like, resolved at the end of the movie. I, I think we lo- he- like I think we joked about the time traveler element with Anthony Mackie going back in time in Louisiana, right? At the start. Yeah. And we made a joke about him going back to when like slavery was the thing. Yeah, and we, that was a joke. We didn't think that actually go there. And in the end, well, he's like, "Uh oh," that, and it's like, "Oh no!" Like, it's that's, so obvious yeah. and almost boring. That's another. That's another thing with this movie is low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 and they a do it multiple times. It's a really interesting idea, but a bad execution. And like we said after the movie, it's a good first draft of a movie. Because yeah. the thing is, right. This is the thing about time travel movies that always bug me a little bit. If I'm traveling through time, the Earth is constantly hurtling through space, right? Yeah. So if I'm traveling back in time a certain amount to um, like a certain like a certain amount of time back into this exact location, yeah. 
I'm it's not going to be there. Yeah, but I mean, um, you, so there's, a, there's, a, there's they, a level of uh, yeah, you have to suspend that disbelief. There, yeah. there yeah, is, yeah, yeah. but what they could have done is they could have sort of played with that idea a little bit and being like, well, you don't know where you're going to end well, up in the world one, because of yeah. One thing Callum and I like agreed on is that we didn't like how it, when you take the drug, it's literally just a time travel device. You yeah. take the drug and you travel in time, like it's it's basically a time machine except you ingest it. And I was like, it would be more interesting if it had it had more drug-like effects where you can perceive time differently. Yeah. Mm. Like he takes it and he goes back in time for seven minutes and then for the next day or two, he sees... No, no, like the the time travel... Because like, he physically travels yeah. in time and like anything he's carrying effects, or no, wearing travels with cool him. after effects of him. But like, what I'm saying is the movie is trying to do that thing but that's kind of boring. Like it's more interesting if you do something if he more didn't physically philosophical. If he didn't physically disappear, yeah. But he can perceive time, yeah, that's time what I'm around. Trying him. to get it. So like it would have been really interesting if it was um like sort of like a crime, like an investigation movie. Yeah. Where yeah, he goes back in time if they want to do that, whatever. But like, and then the after then effect is for effects, a, a residual yeah. effect where he can sort of see a little bit, and this, he has to use clues. This movie takes itself a bit too seriously at times. And yeah, it will get. Yeah, it certainly does. Like, because there's a bit, there's a bit at the start of the movie, like they had, there's like a victim, murder victim, and there's blood everywhere, and he looks up, and th- there's like graffiti. Time is a lie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if you're gonna do something like that, and then just have him take a pill, and he goes back in time to different places and gets into sticky situations. Like they never like like I said with the with the character arcs and stuff they don't resolve any of their themes they they don't explore any of their themes they just kind of state it like if you're gonna have that time is a lie then have the drug have time be have the user perceive time differently and discover that the world is not as it should be or something you know I feel like this movie wanted to be like altered states or something like a movie like a philosophical movie about like the in the inner the inner eye or whatever you know what I mean straight. the mind's eye, yeah. and instead it just it 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 wasn't it, psychedelic enough for yeah. what it wanted to do. Like the, uh, actually, yeah. the opening that's a good point. The opening scene is super weird psychedelic. There's a couple in a sleazy yeah. hotel room. They drop the pill, and then they go on this weird like yeah, trip that's through because, time. Uh, like they say that's because and, like they're they're. Pimp- the pineal glands yeah, but, are calcified, yeah. and so it doesn't it has but like a lesser effect. But before you know and that, yeah. you're like, oh, this is awesome. They're yeah. setting up the rules of the drug, which is you take the drug and you like have a f- like mind. Your mind travels through time and space. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like what we're talking about. They're still physically there. Yeah. And, but then later in the movie, yeah. you discover that no, it actually physically travels you there depending on the state of your your yeah your gland like depending on your gland like younger people can just physically travel and not come back whereas if you're older you travel for a bit and then you flicker out and you come back and i'm like that's kind of boring and if you are going to do that you're taking yourself too seriously in a movie that should should either, it should be one or the other? Yeah, like that. It that opening be, sequence is what I wanted. Yeah, it should. It should have been if they were going to go with the whole time is a lie. You know, change your perceptions of reality, take the drug, and you know, discover your mind's eye and you, what it means to be human. Yada yada. That that's one movie. That's like a serious movie. On the other hand, that he takes the pill, he travels through time. K, the KKK comes after him in the the nineteen thirties or whatever, and he has to run away and he escapes just in in time. Um, that's another movie. Like, I feel like if you're going to do that, and then we you should have retre- taken yourself less seriously. And, and we get a retread of that like a hundred years previously later. Yeah. On and the they end. keep, they keep doing the same thing over and over just in different time periods where he gets chased and then he f- returns that's back true. to, that's, there's no, there's no meaningful exchange yeah, like right? when he goes back best, in time. There's no yeah. character development. So what I'm saying is like, if you're going to do that one, mix it up and also tie it into the character and the themes, but also maybe take yourself less seriously and make it more like an action adventure movie. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, there's so many points in this movie where I was like, this would have been a great like 80s buddy cop movie where it's like, you know, at the start of the movie, right? Where they see the stab, the stab wound in the guy and then you're like, oh, he's a junkie. Like, 
his girlfriend probably stabbed him. They were, they were strung out on heroin. Uh, all the junkies have invaluable yeah. swords. And then, then it, pan, years it, ago. it pans yeah. up and there's like an old pirate sword in the wall and it takes itself so seriously. I'm like, if this was a cheesy 80s horror movie, like he would have been stabbed by the sword and they would have been like, what the hell? Where did this sword come from? And then they look on the hilt and it says like 1729. And it's like, <laughs> what? Where did that sword come? And then they go to the lab and the, the guy tests it. And he's like, this metal is from the 1700s. You know, like cheesy. Yeah. Like, you know, like on one hand, I like that it's about EMTs and not about cops because EMT, it's different. Like you have a, a bit of a different, but this kind of movie where you're investigating death by drugs needed to have like cops yeah or like a cop and a scientist yeah. you know or a cop and a doctor or anthony mackie should be like assisting a policeman yeah like when he's not on the job Th- that's another like thing someone he knows that's another thing is like conveniently anthony mackie just happens to have been like a casual fan of like armchair physics yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's yeah, like yeah, i read yeah. a lot of physics books so i know about this stuff i'm like just make him a physicist. It would have been less dumb. It would have been... You, you still even, have to suspend your You could even your keep dipl- the character disbelief. right. You could say, oh, he was a physicist, but he got burned out and he decided to help people, so now he's a paramedic. It's a movie. Even have... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah when his family died in Katrina, yeah, or they like, died before Katrina, but you know, yeah, they could have just written that, that in. in. Yeah. He decided he, he wanted, wanted to, to help people. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Like like I was saying, they don't... They, they establish halfway through the movie, Jamie Dornan's character establishes just out of nowhere... <laughs> Random flashback insert scene of Jamie Dornan speaking to his wife, and it's just out of nowhere. It's like Anthony Mackie's character, uh, Steve, I think. Uh, the reason Steve's like this is his, his, his family died, and then after Hurricane Katrina, the coffins um, he saw the bodies. rose up and broke open, and he saw the bodies, and now he's scarred, and that's why he drinks and womanizes and so he much. Didn't, he didn't seem then, affected by it. Yeah. It's like, I have no basis to like, <laughs> yeah, and then it assume cuts, that he was scarred by yeah, it. Yeah, and then it cuts, and I was like, why was that scene placed there of all places, and why was he just telling it randomly to his wife for no reason? And their assumptions are wrong. And anyway, then, he drinks and pops all the pills because he has a brain tumor. <laughs> no, and then he says later on, he's like, I womanize all the time because I want what you have, which is a family. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then at the end, again, at the end of the movie, they don't tie any of this in. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't go back in time and meet his family. He doesn't go back in time and meet the perfect girl to, to, and he's dying anyway. So none of this matters. Yeah. It would have been more, it would have been better if he wasn't dying. And then at least if he died, it's a tragedy. Or if he didn't die and he found what he was looking for through the drug. Yeah. At the, like at the end of Altered States where he's like, has an epiphany. <laughs> I he does like the, see... the drug and he's like, whoa. This is going to sound weird, but I would have liked a world where he gets stuck and we get a sequel where there's a throwaway scene where the, the chemist is like, oh, we found these flowers in North California. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked a, I would have liked a spinoff where he, it's him. He's stuck with his present day knowledge. And he has to get the flowers. That would have been a more interesting like, movie. It's his yeah. way back. Yeah. Although he's he's like he's dying as he's sort of yeah. he's like he wants to get back to the present time by finding the magical yeah. flowers and consuming the flowers. That'd be a I mean, cool this, thriller. This is this is a completely different movie. It's a completely different like, movie, but it, it's an interest it's more interesting it's more than interesting. him just sitting but on the rock that, and being that's, like that's I guess saying, I'll die. That's why I'm saying it's a good first draft of yeah. a movie. Yeah. They have a lot of interesting ideas, some interesting moments like the bit with the dog that was pretty great yeah where, where the he's pulling the leash and he's like come on the guys are coming after him i'm like this could work but there's there's not a lot of those moments in the movie yeah. and that's more of a tense like action scene the character moments and the the, the themes and that aren't well developed you know, neither See, is the, the dialogue and the dog's though, very yeah. stilted but what i liked was that scene where he's in the stone the Stone Age. I don't know. It's the Stone Age. The, the Ice, Ice Age. Age, I should say. Yeah. And then he sees the cave I don't know the, the caveman, the Underfall person. Yeah. And they kind of sit down and they look at each other in the eyes, and there's yeah. that moment of connection. Yeah. That's the only real like character building moment that uses that time travel through the time. Yeah. And like at the rest, like you said, it's all running away, and he doesn't really learn anything. He doesn't yeah. grow from the experience. See, if, if his character had to go back in time to connect with his family or find out where he comes from or something, anything. I'm just making stuff up. But, you know, 
at least then he has like a reason to the time travel actually means something as opposed to just being a device we said it before but it would be much better to have Jamie Dornan maybe being the time traveler because then they wouldn't necessarily be bogged down in American history by American history that's the other thing because every time there's a racial element that they can't really explore they can just he pops back in time and people treat him like crap because he's black and then it pops back to modern day and then he pops back and it happens again there's nothing wrong with having that yeah, but this isn't like the context behind this film. That's another is, it's layer. Just sci- it's just a sci-fi. Yeah, that's not a movie about that's a, race. That's, that's another right. layer you can't explore, so you should probably remove yeah, it. Yeah, it either has or, to be the sole point of the film. Yeah, like because that's there's so much subtext it, to unpack with it. I mean, this is an interesting discussion that I don't. We might have had before, but it's like because it's, it's it's always it's for the last like five ten years. It's like diversity is becoming more and more imper- important because the white guy white man characters so mm. that's what it's always yeah, been diversity is great so with time travel movies yeah but it's like it's it's like i think it's it's an it's also an excuse for us to say well it's too hard to have him be black because then when he goes back in time then there's going to be too many problems but if it's, if so, it's a movie about because you can't also yeah, you can't erase but, the past yeah but it's like if his character had more to do and was more, uh, had more had more to learn and was more developed through the time that's travel, true. then it doesn't matter whether no, he's being right. persecuted in, in the past that's or true, not. That's true because in our time travel flat, in our little time travel scenes where he's testing the pills out, seeing yeah. what, see what they do. He's basically he's just, he's just there to see what happens. He gets there, he yells out for the daughter. When she's not there, he gets chased by racists and then he pops back. Yeah, literally. And it's like, yeah. It's kind of if, pointless. It, like I said, if you're going to do that, just make an action-adventure movie. Yeah. Like, don't pretend to be philosophical when you're not going to explore yeah, It could that. have been one of those cheesy 80 movies where it's a small town and it's the same family chasing him, like, through the generations. <laughs> yeah, it would have been so <laughs> like, good. It could have been the same or family. Or, like, then the granddad who's like, I remember the same yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, why not? It's like, you, yeah, I remember and it's like you that, from It's like little. that Biff thing. It's sort of like... yeah. And it's like, you know, we could have seen, like, the same sort of character in, like, the 20s and then the 60s and then the 80s. And it's like the old man always hates this guy for a reason. And we find out why through the movie. That kind of cheese. That's also another interesting movie that's completely different (laughs) is, like, exploring institutional systematic racism through time travel. Yeah. Like, going back and seeing a guy's life and being like, why is that guy like that? Why is he, like... How do we fix that at the source? That's a yeah. different remember, movie. Remember That's a that better movie? movie. What was that time travel movie where they just their, their their idea was just kill all racists, and we were like, "What?" I don't. In know. the moonlight, in the shadow of the moon, is that what it was called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the Netflix movie? Like that, and that late that lady yeah, was going yeah, back yeah, through they, time. They were killing undesirables and people that contributed yeah. to the far right. And yeah, and I was just like, "That's." Yeah, that was an interesting movie right yeah. up until that sort of yeah, like and we twist. were kind of like, wouldn't it be more interesting to go back and like, like because for us like and lead people, yeah, and I think in like our lead review, people on the right because it's, yeah. it's all about education. Yeah, in our review we talked about instead of just killing people, how yeah. that you shift and, and also would have been interesting if like the character who was racist like kind of learned to not be racist instead of just being like he's racist, let's kill him. So this because it is a learned thing. Yeah. It's not, you're not born. Yeah. There's like no babies coming out saying <laughs> yeah. racist stuff or, yeah. th- or thinking racist stuff. Yeah. So it's like, that would, that would be an interesting movie too. If you're going back in time and like, learn, like discovering why something is and perhaps fixing it. Like Marty McFly fixes the timeline and then becomes rich. And it's like, whoop de doo great, you know, happy ending. But it's like, what if you go back in time and you fix institutional racism? Now, on one hand, that, that's ha- kind of ham-fisted. But you see what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. there's much more interesting stuff here that they don't explore. It's like they wanted their uh, they wanted their fingers in lots of pies. Yeah. But they didn't want to commit to any one. Like pie. I said, it's a good first draft. Like they yeah. came up with the idea, and now we're doing the work they should have done. <laughs> we're brainstorming the scripts they should have Wait, done. What would you say? Send we're, us a check. Send us a check. Yes, we're <laughs> back, baby. We're post three lockdowns. How many? Lo- four lockdowns. How many lockdowns do we have? I don't know, man. I still Li- Victoria, living up to our name. Uh, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine uh, lo- state. Yeah, yeah, lockdown central. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah, it's it's yeah. That that time travel pill is a good idea. Um, they sort of it was a wa- also, it was wasted. I don't like how the pill is literally just like <laughs> some guy, some scientist made it as like yeah. a quick buck. 
he sold it to some like smoke get, shops that, that's another, and they were just they were just selling it commercially fully legally fully legally because yeah, it wasn't like, you an think illicit there's not, there's not like one scientist yet. somewhere like yeah. in like you know like the like, agencies does the, F, the, does the FDA yeah. not yeah. exist in yeah. this that's what I was going to say the there's not one guy at the FDA who's like oh so, wow I traveled through time again, yeah. that's another thing we they tested this on a bunny and he disappeared and ended up in the 70s this is another thing they get wrong yeah because like this sort of stuff happens in real life but they can't legally sell them as pills so what yeah. you do is you go to a head shop or whatever they call themselves yeah. now. And usually they're incense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're billed as incense or like yeah. different different types of, you know, um, liquids herbs or liquids to burn as incense. Yeah. And people consume them orally or smoke them in a vape or what, what the kids yeah. do these days. Um, but selling it as a pill would never work in real life because you'd have to get it regulated by exactly. the FDA. And the yeah. FDA would be like, no one's consuming these yeah. pills because if it's a pill, it's medication. Yeah, it's meant to be ingested. It's meant to be ingested. There's no, yeah. there's no innocence there's disclaimer. No, yeah, because the companies they they do all this and like the famously kids died when they consumed this fake marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very very toxic, mm. but it's not against the law. And they keep changing. And this happens yeah. in real life too. They yeah. keep changing the, the chemical ingredients a little bit. And the but if you're gonna do something like that, make that a subplot of the yeah, movie make where that like the manufacturer, like yeah, the the corporate. Um, uh, lobbying side of like we're going to keep this legal as long as we can exactly. and push the government regulation as long as we can exactly it would have been more interesting to see how they got a pill to market that would have been an interesting movie it's another movie like Again, uh, it's a more interesting like a legal movie. drama what's, yeah like what's like a, that a there's, a, there's a movie pill. there's a movie I can't remember what it is where they like show the manufacturer of like uh, um, ecstasy like they could have done something like like that, like show the manufacturer of it and then show it get to market and then show the couple taking it and then show the effects. Yeah. And then cut to hard cut. The cops are like, yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah, get yeah. this off the street. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. another. Oversight. And, and the only guy who can help me is the guy okay. who created it. Yeah. Also, why does it have to be legal? You know what I mean? Why that's can't the thing. I was like, that's such yeah. a strange thing to do. <laughs> Why can't it just be I think this some is, guy in his shed this making another, this drug and then selling it to people this who is, then sell it, it to the stores been, or what have you? It would have been funny. Idea time. It would have been funny. It was like a crazy man on the street being like, ah, oh, dumb travel pill. <laughs> Nobody takes him seriously except people's like, oh, this is a random pill. Let's pop yeah. it and see what happens. But this is and another. Right. This is another problem with the movie. Is, we want the eighties version, yeah, James. Yeah. But I think I think they the the writers wanted to tie things up, so they're like, there's only like five pills left in existence, yeah. oh. and we know that the scientist who created it is dead, and we know he destroyed everything, and we know Anthony Mackie had destroyed everything except for five, and then once he takes those five, that's it, and so you can't find the daughter, and no one else can mess with the timeline. And yeah. so they're wrapping everything in a nice bow. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah. if you want to do, if you want to do the existential time is alive version, you're going to have to drop some heavy stuff on us. You're going to have to be like, what's the implications of this long term? Also, because their previous movies have been very Lovecraftian and ap- apocalyptic, this movie doesn't really have that. Like yeah. it has some visuals of like crazy stuff going in the sky that I really liked, and they should have like pushed stars whirling. Yeah, it, push, it push, been, yeah. They should have pushed that further. But I'm like, maybe have the drug. Like people, everyone gets addicted to this. Addicted to this drug changes everyone's perception of time, and society kind of just collapses in or like. Yeah, and I mean, if you wanted to take it in a horror direction, you could make you keep the same film, but the side effect of the drug is you start to see things that aren't there. Whether that be that's, like, and that's another movie altogether. Yeah, it would it's be like, like a cosmic thing. So yeah. you're trying to find the daughter while being haunted by the. That's another thing altogether. Is like the it breaks down barriers so you can see the cosmic beings that live in between yeah, the dimensions. Or that's another movie again. <laughs> Send us a check, please. I know. Jesus, we, how many movies have we come up just in this? Well, in this episode, a few. Over yeah. the course of our shows. We fix so many movies. <laughs> I mean, like I, I like Benson and Moorhead, and I, I would I would see their next film, even yeah. though it seems their direction they're going in is a bit of a downward direction. But it's like they have interesting ideas. It just seems like execution is not their strong suit. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we'll see. It's just, it's, I mean, it's it's so strange. Like their first two movies were so strong. Like you said, and their though, second two the movies script is, for this film. Oh, it's shocking. So, the final scene yeah. of the movie. Oh, right? yeah. So, <laughs> no, this, to me, this, I forgot about yeah, this. So, to me, this <laughs> this sums up the entire problem with the film is it doesn't seem like they really... They had a, a good knee jerk, it's, right? And they, they just wrote that down and they filmed you it. You know how I said they take themselves too seriously? Yeah, it's exactly... In, yeah. in, in saying that as well, they lacked some self-awareness because yeah. this scene specifically... And yeah. subtlety. So, yeah. the, the bond between the two 
primary cast members. Yeah. Um, Which is not well developed and not yeah. earned at the end. Um, it's supposed to be, they're supposed to have known each other since their college days. They're grown men. They basically grew together. You know, yeah. they're, they're very close. And then, of course, Anthony Mackie in the film um, gives the final pill or whatever to the lay to, to the, the daughter. daughter. He sacrifices and himself. Yeah. Now, I, I, one big problem I have with the ending before I get to the actual thing we're talking about. Yeah. Um, is he sacrifices himself because he doesn't distract the racist, the final racist yeah. boss in time. <laughs> And so, for some reason, he moves away from the rock when the guy yeah, was already walking towards him. When the pill wears off, you have to be in the exact same yeah, stand exa- place yeah. as you were standing when you got there, yeah. when so, the pill took effect. So, if you're not, you get stuck in that time yeah. period. In the finale, they travel back to the Civil War. And that's... I think it's earlier. There's British red coats. Yeah, it could be the War for... Um, Independence. Independence. So, yeah, I read somewhere it might be in the War for, eight, for 1812. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's... And ye oldie so, musket war. Yeah, so there's like gunshots <laughs> going on and explosions and that. Yeah. It's like apocalyptic Which imagery. Which for a low budget movie, that was like, yeah. it's a, okay. And like, so he, okay. Anthony Mackie crawls through like a trench full of corpses and he yeah. finds uh, the missing daughter and he takes her back to the rock. Yeah. But this gentleman arrives and he's like, you're my slave. Ha ha, yeah. you're my slave. And he's like, I'm your slave. He's but got a gun pointed He walks... Him. Away from the rock, which he knows he's got a he's got a timer yeah. ticking down on his in his watch. He, he 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 could have bided his time. Yeah, that's my yeah, point. Exactly. He could have sat on the rock and put his hands up and said, "Come get me." Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm too tired to move. Yeah, you know, like I'm. I've been I'm shot. In, he's been shot. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He can, see, he's a, he can see that he's been shot. Oh my god. Anyway, it writes my, itself. My Come point on. Is, my point is, <laughs> he sacrifices himself because Benson and Moorhead seem Said to not so. be good writers. Yeah. And I, I and know that sounds harsh. They didn't we, want. Like I said, he's, he's dying we anyway. Not. We know they can actually write a good film. Yeah. But it seems like they forgot that. Yeah. Exactly. And so anyway, he sacrifices himself in a really ridiculous, unnecessary he gets, way. He gets stuck in the oldie times. Yeah. The daughter pops back to present present day. day. The da- he embraces the dad, yeah. and then they turn around and, and then. They have this god awful handshake. And Anthony Mackie is there, but he's like ghost. He's like dying. Yeah, he's like, it's like he's basically dying. Yeah, he's like fading he's away, like my phasing fly. back like, into. Yeah, like he's still stuck in the 1800s yeah. or whatever, but he's kind of phasing into the. Yeah, and you get this day. close up yeah. of a really firm gentleman's handshake. Yeah, yeah like and really awkward for guys, like, for two guys who've known each other. The since culmination of their entire relationship. Yeah. Is this really stiff handshake? Yeah. And I was just like, hey, you, we laughed. In the so, we're like, like you? it lacks so, so much self-awareness. Like, like, it doesn't hey, know how like, cheesy it is. Like I said, it's, you know it's an indie movie See, because no one would have signed off they, on that. They, they also, they establish early in the film that if you grab something from the present day, when you're... It anchors. Phasing, she should have been hugging you. him. So it's like, are they, are they trying to say that he actually came back to the present day and now we're just doing an inception? Where he's just like cut to black. Did he come back? Did he not? No. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm like, he's dying anyway. It doesn't matter. You've written that into your film, and if you want to show that, you can do it less awkwardly than the most uncomfortable handshake that two You've... best friends apparently have ever shared. Yeah. Well, like I said, they're not as well established enough to be that. I... Like, I don't know. See, and that's how the film ends. Yeah. Like it's not some cool. Did he come back? Did he not? Where yeah, we, we exactly. Through, like, the not, daughter, the daughter could have been. It's not an inse- like it, w- it might have wanted to be an inception, but an inception ending like ever got everyone talking. People still talk about the ending to yeah. this day. But like you know, the, the ideal ending, if they wanted to go that route, should have been the daughter hugging her father and then looking up and her eyes going yeah. wide. Like, like you he said. turns around and he's like cuts to black. I was like, oh, did they see him? Yeah, or were they just that would have been something? fine. Yeah, you know, like. I don't know. Like, like, so I can't, like I said, for me, it's four out of ten because I like the idea. The idea is good. Like it's a good first draft. It, it remind, obviously generated a good discussion tonight, but it it's reminds not me a of like movie. a Philip K. Dick story, and that's why I like yeah. it. Like that strange, see, a Philip interesting K. Dick sci-fi. story would have gone in the really weird existential where the guy gets trapped and like he freaks out and he goes on a trip. And like, but this movie is very kind of it doesn't know what it wants yeah. to be, kind of thing. It plays it safe. Yeah. Also, why did Jamie Dornan and his wife have a baby if? The daughter, if the baby wasn't important, and the the, the teenage daughter was the only one who was important to but the story, because they made a joke in the movie about don't oh, have ra- kids eighteen years yeah. apart, and the racist uh-huh. baby Even joke, you're too old. The racist baby joke, which oh yeah, oh, yeah. Which you, call, you, call, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you called, you called, you both of you called like yeah, yeah. a minute before it happened. 
But um, the movie was pretty predictable. Yeah, but it was just it's just a weird, a lot of weird decisions. Like they could have just changed a few things. It's it's have... primarily a script failure, because the direction, yeah. apart like, even the dialogue. I mean, the direction was fine. Yeah, uh, it was you know they did it what they could. Nice. Also, they did what they could with what they had. Yeah, just the script sucked. Also, like if he's going back in time as a not even as a white guy, like but he's black and he's going back to these times. He doesn't know where he's going to end up. He could mm. end up in the jungle. In, well, no, it's still it's geographical, so it's still going to be yeah, in New yeah, Orleans. In a, yeah. But he could end up somewhere where there's a saber-toothed tiger, or he can end up somewhere where there's a guy with a machine gun. He doesn't take a gun, he doesn't take a knife, he doesn't take a bat. We establish early in the film that things that face through time do get damaged or morphed slightly. Yeah. But his watch and clothes and stuff get slightly warped, but they still work fine yeah. and look fine. So he could have just taken something at least to protect himself. Yeah, like at the end of the day, if a baseball bat yeah. warps, it's still going to be just a, bat. a pocket knife. It would have been interesting, and this is again, this is this is completely different. Yeah, it would have been interesting if he took like like kind of like riot gear or whatever, yeah. and then he looks like <laughs> an, he looks like an alien. <laughs> and oh, so you know what? And then he pops like in the middle of like, like a grocery like a store in the sixties, yeah. and uh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. are like, "What? Yeah, like, yeah, back." You can't be in this store. He's like the inspiration for a local an urban legend from the town. Yeah. See, that's again. That's how that's 80s the fun. That's movie. the fun yeah, 80s. That's the fun <laughs> 80s See, on the other hand, like I was saying, you can do the 80s fun version, or you could do like the existential version. You know, they're yeah, doing. There's also no cool montage. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but like, funny. on the other hand, if you want to do the more serious existential philosophical version, like they use they use like MDMA and stuff, LSD to treat PTSD in soldiers and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of research into microdosing and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. And like you know, expanding your mind and doing the whole Joe Rogan um, sensory it's deprivation it's tank, dropping a load of DMT and getting in the tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get in the tank, boys. But yeah. like, you know, like that stuff's really interesting. And the further we get, uh, you know, the closer we get to to a reality where, if that's not legal, it's at least decriminalized or any. But anyway, it's used in such a way. That is not just mind bendy and like, well, I'm going to go on a trip. It's beneficial, yeah, therapeutic, therapeutic yeah. to people who have debilitating mental illnesses, PTSD, what have you. Yeah. So you could have Anthony Mackie could have been, could have been an EMT who has PTSD from all the stuff he's seen. He could have been, been a soldier. Katrina. You know what I mean? Katrina. Like, Oh, they keep mentioning Katrina, right? It's, <laughs> it's like, in New Orleans. He saw his family float up in dead coffin, body coffins. Like, yeah, it writes itself. It writes We've itself. Said it before. Or like, or they could have gone super cliche. He comes back from Iraq. He's got PTSD. Yeah. He's dropping DMT. It's not working. This scientist comes in. He's like, I'm doing this test. This it's not FDA on. approved yet. Yeah, you have yeah, to sign yeah. this waiver. It's called synchronic. You drop it. And you see your whole life flash before your eyes, literally, or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. First draft. See, we, we've, we've done what? Like, <sighs> 10 different ideas. Spitballing. Yeah. And any one Talking of these could have been studio. amazing. We're not doing that much. Yeah. <laughs> Send us check, please. we got to get paid for at least one. Benson and Moorhead, like... Let us write your movies, uh, man. We'll keep super, it weird. Script supervising. We're, yeah, like, you know, uh, just uh, throw us a bone here. Come on. <laughs> um, That's about all the time we I, do I just have. I want to mention two things. They keep doing close-ups of tree carvings. Yeah. Never mentioned again. Yeah, no, never explored. Like I think always. End, yeah. Think right at the end. <laughs> yeah. Right at the end of the movie, we said, "Could he please just carve always into the rock?" At least, at least something. At least, yeah. At least that would have been Some an okay continuity. ending. Like he, he's like leaning against the rock. He's dying. He's been left in time, but he's completed his mission. Yeah. You could have the daughter as 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 he's the... fading away. The daughter can be like, "Will you be there for me?" And then he's carving <laughs> always. Oh, <laughs> now that's the cheese I want to see. Um, but also one thing really quick before we have to sign off is, you know, when we see a shitty movie like this on Netflix, a similar uh, of similar quality, and everyone sees it because it's on Netflix and it gets the worst reviews and people yep. say it's the worst movie of all time, worst movie of the year, whatever. And we we usually kind of try to defend it at least in its the merits that it has. Yeah, I think this is a case of a movie that because it was theatrical. Less people saw it. Only people who were interested or who knew Benson and yeah. Moorhead saw it, and so it's getting more mixed reviews. I'd say not yeah. not positive, but and so uh, this kind of just demonstrates that that if you s- see one of those crappy Netflix movies and everyone says it's the worst movie of all time, keep in mind if that movie came out at the cinema, 
Less people would have saw it. More, the people who saw it would have been more Especially tailored niche, towards yeah. it. And this could have very easily been a streaming movie. Yeah, and if it was, everyone would have seen it and they would have been talking about how it's the worst movie of all time, you know? And it's like, yes, it's not great, but I just it's one of those things we always talk about where it's like Netflix gets a bad rap because yeah. it, it's more available to people f- to watch. Yeah. It's more available to a wider audience. Exactly. Yeah. You know, whereas if it's theatrical... It's more available to people who are gonna go see it anyway, like us. And even though we didn't like it and we gave it a hard time, we had an interesting discussion around it rather than just talking for an hour about the bad backlash that it got, like we usually do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, please like and uh, share the Facebook page, the Twitter. Um, the Instagram page as well. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to all of our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Shout Engine, or wherever you listen. Yeah, we're on Spotify now. That's cool. Yes, very cool. Um, thank you, everyone, again, and we'll catch you next Tuesday. Adios, uh, cousins. I'll just say you're going to forget. Adios, cousins.